0: What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, and you're listening to Wrestling POV Global. Hey, wrestling fans. Welcome to another edition of WPOV Global. I am your host, the legend T. James Logan. With me... Only two thirds. Well, I guess one more third. But there's only two thirds of us this week. First of all, I want to welcome uh, my regular sit-in guest, uh, co-host. I shouldn't call him guest. My co-host, <laughs> uh, the gentleman, Elio yes. Canella.
1: What's going on? Not much. Gu- not much. Guest. They get, I know, they I get know, pumped out.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You, if you were a guest, you would have lived uh, your guestfulness a long time ago. We've been together way too long to, to call you a guest. I don't know what's going on with my day. That's Canadian for you, trying to be too nice, I suppose. Um, our uh, our third uh, sit-in, usually, Ant liberated, could not be for special, well, not for special, but for personal reasons, could not make tonight's episode. He feels he sent his condolences and his uh, thank you to fans, and uh, we look forward to talking with Ant probably next week, all right? Yes. So, Leo, tell me how your week's gone, my friend. What kind of Um, anything good, anything bad? uh, It's been uh, just uh,
1: the same week. Um, there's been renovations uh, next door, so my dad's been helping. I've been over there for Mm -hmm. a few times, and then uh, after that, we're gonna be doing renovations in the backyard
0: here. Cool. I believe for most Italian mafioso families, that's called hiding the bodies. So I, I'm kind of, kind of. Well, kinda I, I have been guys are calling it reno. I, I have been told
1: that I could be part of a, a mafia family, but
0: I've <laughs> just been told many that. times. I, I am not going to borrow money off your mother ever again. <laughs> I'm still sore. I'm going to just say that. Okay, not throwing aspersions, ma'am. Anyways. Uh, so you know what? it's sort of nice that we have uh and you know what? I'm probably just going to jinx this now that I say this, but once again, nice to have a week with wrestling, yep. We're not a bunch of crazy, disgusting crap flying our way, <laughs> but Seriously. that being said. I'm sure the murder hornets are going to come out and the Soda monkeys and whatever other crazy crap 2020 has to throw in our way to make our <laughs> life that much miserable. Pretty sure they're lining it up right now just to throw down our gullets.
1: Well, what are they doing over there? Like uh, with reopening?
0: Well, we are almost into phase three. Uh, my yeah, province... they,
1: they announced that uh, here.
0: Okay. Well, my province has had probably, I would say the least, Amount of cases, except for Nunavut and the and the the you know the very sparse provinces and territories up north. Uh, out of out of a province as large as ours, we are dealing with uh, outbreaks in Calgary and Edmonton, which is our two major cities. Uh, where I live in the central of the province, there has been very few. As of even today, there is no active cases. So hopefully, that's a sign of things to come. But you know, they've talked a lot about a second wave, and uh, actually, prior, I kind of think we're not going to get out of this 100% untouched.
1: Actually, prior to uh, going on air, I read a piece of news over on uh, on one of the sources that I that that I look at for information. Okay. Yes. Uh, the mayor of Knox County, Kane, is, mm. the, latest, is the latest one to vote against mask
0: Ooh, him of all people, eh? I'm like, wait a minute, he wore mask most of his career. Yeah, but I think he's forgetting that every time he walks into a room, all he has to do is throw his hands up and fire shoots out of shit, so he's probably thinking he can just cook the virus, you know what I mean? Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe he's just got hit way too many times in the head and has taken a, a stupid thing. I, You know, this may have some people angry at me or whatnot, but I, the faith I don't see a problem with wearing a face mask um if there's even the remote possibility that it helps why not um i'm very surprised a lot of our brothers down south in america have taken this to mean the mask wearing the mask is equal to the loss of their constitutional freedom well, uh, apparently,
1: apparently it's been it's been called a mind control device but uh, oh my god but they don't have but no one has a problem with their mind being controlled on halloween do they
0: apparently not, apparently not. <laughs> I don't know. I I just, I mean, if there is just even a 1% chance that wearing a mask is going to make any difference, I think, as a he's, human, he's, I can't, human I can't believe, people, like, I can't believe the
1: numbers have spiked up yet again down there.
0: <laughs> well, the, yeah, it's tr- <laughs> It is so bad down in the United States that you you got to wonder why they're not taking it a lot more seriously right now. instead like of
1: I think they, I don't know if they're going backwards in the phase one.
0: I don't know. They might have to. They might have to reclose a lot of their economy because instead, instead of taking one step forward they take two steps back it 's not cool, not no. cool at all, but you know what? this whole thing hasn 't been cool. this has been a shit year for you yep. know horrible things happening, and uh, it's the year's half over, and i 'm pretty sure we 're just going to even have at least three more you know shovels of shit that we 're going to have to clear out of the way as before we can get near Christmas so yeah, the worst is probably yet to come. I don't want to sound like a gloom and doomer, but like that's pretty much been how this yeah. year has, hasn't it? Well, you know what? Uh, let's let's dive into some wrestling right now and uh, let's take All a right. look at our hot topic of the week.
1: Our hot topic. They were now, like...
0: now our hot topic this week covers two tag teams sort of synonymous for different styles of wrestling at the moment. Mm-hmm. On one hand, we have FTR, who can they claim that it can mean anything, but it's pretty sure it means fuck the revival. Uh, (laughs) all right (laughs) versus the young bucks uh two very different teams here now we had so many people uh commenting about this that it crashed our servers and we lost a lot of information we decided you know what uh it seemed like it was 50 50 so we're just gonna we're gonna talk ourselves what we think and you know obviously these are two hot teams and maybe this will generate something in all of you which you think is The way you want to go with this, but Elio, I'm gonna ask you first uh, FTR versus the Young Bucks who comes out on top? Who is the better tag team? I'm taking FTR and why,
1: why? Because FTR they're trying to bring back the traditional tag team wrestling. Young Bucks, we know they're like their style is like more high flying spots, and Mm -hmm. we've seen their matches, so I think. FTR is going to try and force the Young Bucks to wrestle their style of match.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I thought about this long and hard. As a wrestling traditionalist, I probably should say FTR. But let's face it, uh, tag teams and tag team division of wrestling has pretty much died quite a bit in the last couple of years, you know. There's, there is, uh, there's not a lot to, to look at right now and teams like the Young Bucks, we're pretty much the catalyst of keeping people interested in tag team wrestling. And I think they get discounted, written off and looked down upon by a lot of people, but let's face it, if it hadn't been for the young bucks pioneering the, what they do, I don't know if there would be as much interest in tag team wrestling at all. I think they've been kind of the they've been the Vanguard and excuse that pun. They've been the Vanguard the last couple of, well, at least the last year or so, uh, probably more about uh, what tag team wrestling can and should be. I yeah, kind I, like, kind of, I
1: kind of like the Young Bucks. I didn't like their whole generation me
0: yeah,
1: character in uh, Impact.
0: I mean, they still come across as slightly slight egotistical, slightly arrogant, slightly annoying, mm-hmm. but they're talented guys um the flip side we could say is well they're small and they're not very intimidating but let's face it ftr is not exactly uh, out of the land of the giants themselves um one thing i i sometimes wonder about this sort of debate is a lot of people who are dumping on the young bucks and praising ftr um do you remember that ftr really didn't do a heck of a lot really in the wwe I really, I, mean, hated the,
1: I really hated their feud with the souls. I mean, yeah. they really ridiculous backstage segments.
0: Well, here, well, you know, you, they did have a pretty good solid run in uh, NXT. But on the main roster, they were just mishandled and, and looked upon so badly that uh, I, I, I just, I can't understand why so many te- people gravitate towards this team that's just come over to AEW when they had a, a pretty much abysmal record in the, uh, in the big league, and uh, I don't get it. And sometimes I wonder, is it that, you know, smart wrestling fans, the people in the know, are the ones very quick to dump on the Young Bucks. And I gotta wonder if all of the Young Bucks FTR stuff isn't really sort of more or not love and admiration for FTR, but more about exploiting the hate of the young bucks, uh, people just want the young bucks to crash so bad that they're building up FTR in their minds. I, I sometimes think that could be a legitimate concern. See, um, see,
1: I'm like, I'm like uh, one of the different. I'm, one, I'm the different person because I don't really, I don't like have that hate for the young bucks. I actually like them.
0: I like them too. I can understand why some purists have a problem with them. Sometimes the layout of their matches can be unrealistic
1: mm-hmm.
0: or stuff. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is they are super two super talented guys uh, wrestling a style that you got to believe is not the easiest to do. I mean, what they do is hyper-athletic. It's not athletic. It's hyper-athletic. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've seen it. Watch a Young Bucks match for like 20 minutes And it's nonstop. You know what I mean? And I mean, sometimes you take into consideration, give the fans what they want. And the Young Bucks deliver for their fans. They do a lot of unique and different spots, some of them unrealistic for who they are and their sizes. But in the bottom end, uh, I think that any person who would go to a, professional wrestling show and see the young bucks I would defy anybody who's an actual bit of wrestling fan not to really enjoy what they do in there you know they definitely have much more talent than most people give them credit for Um, and in my mind I gotta wonder about FTR I mean right now it seems like they're being presented as cool tough guys but we've seen them treated and presented like shit for a very long time Mm mm-hmm and there's always going to be the part of you that would creak in pure logically thinking, well, if Vince McMahon and, and his cronies or inner circle could not see anything with these guys, is there really something there? Or do we just want it to be there because we hate the young bucks so much that we want, you know, to glorify a team to take them out. I'm not saying either way, but I think at this day and age, I think FTR has to win to solidify themselves as a team. However, I think it's pretty unfair the the way people dump on um, on the Young Bucks, yep. and I think they're extremely fun to watch. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if they won this feud. So, want to thank all you fans who uh, took the time to uh, vote and put down your your thoughts about this uh, obviously brewing rivalry. Um, now, if I was a fan and I wanted to uh, contact anyone here at WPOV Global or WPOV WPO, Wrestling, or even the uh, WW, or sorry, WPOV, oh, I'm losing it, UFC show, MMA show, MMA POV, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a lot of letters. Um, you know, we work with Ant all the time, and Ant has a lot of insightful stuff, and he knows what he's doing there. Yep. Um, where can people write in?
1: You, really? you, can, you can write in that on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram at Wrestling POV1, and Twitter at Wrestling POV.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, you know what? Um, usually at this time, you know, like, really, there's only AEW, um, WWF, and now, you know, New Japan is slowly starting to do uh, stuff. Yep. Uh, usually, though, there we cover a lot more teams. Are not, you know, teams with a lot more companies and a lot more of the product. And usually there's a lot more news floating around. But um, I don't know, Elio, I don't really have anything on my plate to share of news. Is there anything you want to do? Let me have uh, one
1: show? One rumor that I heard was that uh, Brian Tillman Jr. was backstage at Fighter Fest tonight. And also, um, I believe uh, there's a picture with the uh, Young Bucks uh, and uh, Anderson and gallows.
0: Wow, that was that was recently
1: taken. Yep.
0: Well, you know, um, first of all, Brian Pillman Jr. would have lost to MLW to lose that guy. You know, they've already lost uh, MJF. Um, I would say lost havoc, um, Jimmy Havoc, but like really is. is (laughs) I don't think that's a loss for any company. Yeah, that's if anything, that was a gain. (laughs) He's (laughs) leaving. Sorry, but. uh, I don't know. I think Brian Pillman would be a, bit, a good loss to MLW if they were to lose him right now. And as for Gallows and Anderson, tremendous team, watched a lot of them in New Japan, wondering how they would be unleashed upon MLW or AEW or whatever other company that would pick them up. So I'm intrigued by that. I'll give it that. Um, let's move on, shift our attention right now over to the New Japan Cup. Okay. All right. We just started our second uh, round this week. Yep. Uh, later on today, I believe, in a couple hours after we record this, they'll also have some more uh, round two matches. I want to go over uh, the first part of the round two matches that are listed from uh, yesterday. Um, and, and, and telling me along the way, too, if, if right away uh, any of these names seem to surprise you, because I know the first one surprised me. Yoshihashi taking out Bushi. Okay? Uh, slightly surprised me. I would have given the edge to Bushi more so.
1: You know what, I don't, okay, two things I'm to get about this cup. How are Yoshihashi and Tai Chi still in here?
0: <laughs> well, Yoshihashi, uh, you know, he gets the pin, he beats Bushi. That surprised me a lot. I, I mm-hmm. would have thought of Bushi, so I'm, I'm going to say that again. Um, Yoshihashi looking a little more solid than I've seen him in a while. I'm not saying he's turned a big corner or anything, but he's, in the last little while, he's had a few cool victories. So, yeah uh oh you of course uh okay well one of the best matches on there of course was uh sonata beating show
1: yeah that was a good match i like that one that was
0: very good um koto abushi losing to tai chi i would never have picked tai chi to make sure <laughs> <the second round.
1: laughs> i second see what i'm saying how is tai Chi still in this
0: i get it but you know what maybe this is the year for tai chi maybe it's time stuff are coming together for him because he has looked a lot more credible and a lot more menacing, I think, than I've ever seen.
1: You know, we, we made our picks last week. Wouldn't it be a uh, shocker if Tai Chi came out as a winner of the Cup?
0: Yeah, I, let's not push it that far, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think I think better chance. Yeah, better, worse things have happened, that's for sure. But like I said, I would pick Yoshi Hashi, who I would never pick to have more of a chance than... Uh, uh, than Tai Chi, so you know. Last year we watched Tai Chi starting to come on a lot as a more solid wrestler and a more interesting, scary competitor. So you know what? Let's give the guy a bit of benefit of the doubt. Let's see where they're going with this. But uh, it's it's a surprise to me, and uh, I kind of saw. I want to see what's going. I would never have guessed him to get by Bushi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he did. Uh, then in an interesting match with the ramifications here, uh, Hiriyoko Go to losing to Evil. Okay. Okay. Good hard hitting matches you expect from Go to matches, but that puts Evil and Sonata almost on a collision course, and they are stable mates in the Lost. Ooh, uh, you say it better than I. What do they call themselves? Lost what now?
1: Los Cinco de Japón.
0: Yes. Okay. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Having two guys on your team, so who, who, you know what? The worst part is these guys actually team together too, you know? Uh, Sonata and Evil are regular tag team partners. They've held the championship belts last year. Um, they have the very potentiality here of colliding in this in the third round. So I'm, I'm thinking, yikes. Let's see where that goes, okay? Um, like I said, surprises though. I would not have guessed uh, Yoshi Hashi. I would never have guessed Tai Chi. Um, the other ones, though, Evil and Sonata, I could see that happening more so than any other thing, so let's stay tuned. Uh, who's in the next round? not? Who's on the next night? So so the, the
1: next four matches we have are Togi Makabe uh, versus Hiromu Tagahashi, Taichi uh, Shimura versus Kazuchika Okada, hmm. Sonata versus Taichi, and Yoshihashi
0: versus Evil. Hmm. So we've got some interesting matches here. I'm yep. not sure what I'm going to pick. I'm going to step back a bit. Is anyone looking at those names that still seems fresh in your mind that could easily come away from the championship coming at least coming for this title shot and, and winning the new Japan Cup. Anyone you see on the looking horizon? At,
1: there? I'm looking at me. Well, we said we said that we only uh, know about Takahashi. But I I'm, I'm seeing like maybe either Okada or some Nakata?
0: Oh. Nairo and Sakata, those are some good picks, good, solid picks. Um, Right now, um, I kind of want to give a bit of a nod to Evil. It might be a chance for him to actually move forward. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not see Yoshihashi going very much further. Uh, I do see Sonata. Mm -hmm. Um, Tai Chi, I don't know, man. That's only half half the bracket, so... Yep. I'm gonna go right now. My current pick is either Okada on the other side, or let's go with. Uh, I'm looking at this hard, let's go with Evil. It's probably gonna be Sonata, but I'm gonna go with Evil.
1: Okay, so, so tonight. There Okada. Be,
0: so tonight there should be another round of matches. Yep. By next uh, show, we should be able to discuss all the results.
1: Usually, usually comes on at like six a.m. and then I watch it like later on when I wake
0: up. Yeah. So, fans, keep your eyes on this. Uh, we're going to go to a break right now. When we get back, we're going to talk some AEW Dynamite. Um, you know what? If you uh, are listening to us on uh, the platform, you, whatever it is you may be listening on, you may not realize that our show is available in other formats from other, other places, I guess is the best way to put it. Other uh, places. We are one of... Yeah, we're one of three shows that appear across multiple uh, platforms. Uh, we we are the WPOV Global Show. That's me, Elio, and Antha Liberated. We are sort of championing uh, the smaller wrestling companies, looking at some of the upstarts like AEW and MLW, trying to, trying to I just, you know, plot and, and, uh, and uh, try and map uh, what's more important in indie wrestling because there's a lot of it out there and there's some really good stuff, but it can be kind of overwhelming. You know, there's so many things. Where do you look? Because I'll tell you, uh, indie, especially it can be either super good or just the lowest of low and, uh, more so lowest of low in a lot of companies. So (laughs) me and Elio are kind of trying to scour the world and had to, we're trying to scour the world to find those indie wrestlers that are really on a level maybe equal to WWE because I mean, that's why we have this thing, right? The, the yeah. yeah. But there's also a WPOV wrestling, mm-hmm. which covers everything WWE uh, centric, except it doesn't cover the UK show, which we do on our show. And uh, that's run by Tony Diaz, uh, Rick Serrano the third and Miguel Cole. The three of them have a, a pretty spot on fun show. And uh, our third show is a, uh, the WPOV MMA report, or I guess MMA show, run by At The Liberated, who comes from ours, and Deontay, as the two of them discuss everything going on in mixed martial arts these days. Uh, lots of stuff, lots of fights, a lot of things happening. So, all three of those shows you can find on multiple platforms. You might have heard us here on Facebook. If not, you can also find us on YouTube, Podbean. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, They're slipping away. Oh, Spotify, oh, iHeartRadio, and uh, I think that's it. But those, those are a lot of different platforms. You can easily uh, access those platforms to get our latest episodes. And uh, you know what? Let's take that break. When we get back, let's talk some AEW. All right, fans, welcome back. We had a – boy, uh, New Japan – Gotta admit, man, it's fun to have that stuff back. Yep. Now you know what? Uh, sometimes we have some disparaging in our uh, voting. We always take the time, uh, the WPOV guys and us at Global, to what do they call it? The Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. The Wednesday Night Delight. And what basically it is is a head up every every week, where all of us members of the crew, the, you know, we each set in a vote which we thought was the better show. Was it NXT this week? Was it AEW? AEW had a whole smattering of bad shows, so they're kind of behind in the uh, this race. Yeah. There's still a chance to win because uh, I know sometimes there can be lots of variance in taste. Uh, sometimes uh, the POV gang wonders why we pick AEW all the time, and it has nothing to do with we wanted to succeed or it's what we cover. Uh, I was saying to you, Elio, just before we went on the show is, one of the big differences between NXT and AEW is, is how fun the whole show is as a whole, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, there's sometimes some great wrestlers, some bad wrestlers, but uh, as a whole, it seems sometimes when I have to tune in to watch NXT, it's a bit of a chore, you know? So, let's take a look at this week's and right off the bat i want to say this is the fighter fest yep. it's supposed to be a lot of their pay-per-view quality matches given away for free uh this is a, a thing they did last year so this has been a year in the making and it's going to be held over two nights so it was tonight was part one and next week will be part two we'll talk about both of those cards uh, I find it extremely funny how uh, WWE just out of nowhere decides that they're going to do the same night as Fighter Fest. They're going to do a pay-per-view quality thing and called, of all names, go ahead, Great American Great Bash. Great American Bash. Which is kind of ironically funny since that was a name created and used quite extensively by Dusty Rhodes. The
1: I, I, I thought, I thought uh, he... Uh he got that he retained the rights to that or remember I, I mistaken about that
0: sorry you thought he what i thought he retained the rights
1: to the great american bash i'm am mistaken about
0: that uh you are mistaken about that because okay. that's why wwe is using it oh, um, okay
1: because i don't know there was like a whole bunch of names and yeah there was like,
0: a bunch he could not get he, war games i think he tried to get oh okay. yeah i think war games he got um the Great American Bash was probably one of those ones where he, uh, the WWE realized if they don't use the name, they're going to lose the name. But I find it tragically funny how only two weeks ago they decided to put on the Great American Bash, <laughs> right. uh, these pay-per-view quality things over two weeks, over the same time as mm-hmm. Fighter Fest. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. They, they try and say AEW doesn't isn't under their radar, that they're too small of a company but this has got to make you think that somebody is a little bit worried if they're going to try and quash out, which I think if NXT had went in with the regular show, uh, and, um, AEW had a chance to blow this off the, you know, blow the lid off the roof and, and, and really score a lot of numbers here. So I think the timing of it is not unusual, really. Uh, I think WWE knew they needed to make something to compete against this big thing. And that's basically what, uh, What Great American Bash is designed for here is to divide attention between the two companies and make you partisan to one or the other. And on a night where we should be enjoying two, like, it saddens me that they did, you know, that we have to decide between two really big, cool cards instead of being able to watch them after each other or whatever. I mean, yeah, you can go back, but it sucks that the average person doesn't have PVR or a chance to watch the other show at all that the wwe's forced them now to pick one i think that kind of sucks okay but let's get into fighter fest Uh, first of all a fun night uh we open up with mjf standing in the ring cutting his regular nonsense of i'm the greatest you all suck pro wounds. then out comes jurassic express now tell me uh, thoughts about this one, Kel- Elio? What kind of stuff did you really? Uh, what did you okay,
1: get out of this the most? this was, I feel, a pretty good opener. Uh, like, like uh, okay, when we when he first showed up, I wasn't exactly the biggest fan of Wardlow, but uh, mm-hmm. like from last week's match, like, I'm starting to, like become starting to become a fan of this guy. Okay, okay. Like, I can see him uh, breaking off of MGF because if you like when uh, MGF hit him, with the, <laughs> hit him with the ring he he yelled at him can't you do anything right
0: yeah so, i um, definitely think after tonight's where they planted the seed of these yeah. guys having dissension amongst each other that's for sure uh anything else sticking this match
1: uh no i was just basically a good opening match and really enjoyed it
0: okay i'm gonna say uh there were a few things that stuck out i mean i don't understand luchasaurus okay uh wardlow jumps on off the ring apron and he's working over uh jungle boy he's not even the legal man in um luchasaurus comes around the ring but once again he stops as almost he's afraid to confront Wardlow. that kind of made me
1: see see I, i don't i don't get this guy like when he first showed up like he was like this cool, he was like a cool wrestler. But now, yeah. I don't know,
0: this this version of him. I've got to admit, yeah, it's not cool when you see him backing off and not helping his partner. You're, you're a dinosaur. Like a <laughs> yeah, you're like a seven foot monster dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I
1: know, I, I, actually what stood on me, what stood for me, stood me mm-hmm. as always, Chris Jovon commentary, especially when uh, Luke Stonis flew over the top rope.
0: Yes, first, I was going to bring said, this up. He said from Godzilla he went to Mothra well, and I liked how earlier too he said something about Godzilla and then um, <laughs> yeah. he said Do you know why I call him Godzilla and uh, the I don't know if it's Shivani <laughs> or the other one said said oh I don't know and he goes because there are not Japanese movies stupid you know like it was... <laughs> was like whoa what and then when he got corrected it was even funnier when he called out Mothra and the other guy said oh don't you mean Rodan and he's like shut up you don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's let's give props to Chris Jericho. He really knows how to to liven up the commentary for sure. Um, later on, too, uh, like way later in the show, I, I never understand sometimes if is Jr. kind of feuding with Excalibur because every now and then he has to throw out a, a real stinger on poor Excalibur. Today was uh, Excalibur said something and Jr. went, "Oh, that's a great point," and then he goes, "I was really hoping you'd have one eventually." <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, ouch, ouch. <laughs> so, yeah, JR being a little catty there. Um, all in all, good match. Uh, with the typical ending of where the bad guys go to do an illegal move, the person ducks, and instead the intended victim escapes while the person pretty much brutalizes their partner. This is usually mm-hmm. how TI teams split up. Um, I think the seed was definitely planted. Um, MJF storming off not talking to Wardlow who should be the one mad since he took the ring to the face um, all in all though um, I'm enjoying Jungle Boy's work a lot um, I find it very strange how Luchasaurus is a big tall man but he doesn't wrestle like a big tall man he wrestles like he's Kung Fu Joe or something he's like always spinning around and kicking in the mic but with your size advantage it just seems a little odd that you don't take advantage of your mm-hmm. size advantage so, um, but overall, uh, interesting match. Uh, let's see where this is going to lead us with Wardlow and, uh, and MJF if this is a, a breakup to come. Um, didn't understand Lance Archer attacking Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss.
1: Yeah, they have their match is next week.
0: Yeah, but it seems like one of those manufactured, like, we should just cheer them because we hate Lance Archer. And I think that might be even what they're trying to do here is trying to subtly get us to hate Lance Archer more as he's jumping popular guys. I don't know. Um, Next up we had, uh, okay, Whoa, liked this match. Uh, Hikiro Shida looking beautiful as ever. Taking on, and I got to admit, Penelope Ford is starting to win me over. She is an extremely attractive lady. See? Yes. And she does <laughs> have some interesting wrestling It was moves. not a bad match. I enjoyed this one. It was a good match. There was no botches in it, which was nice. Uh, I love how Sheeta gets mad now and then just like hulks up and attacks. You know, she just like, she's like Roddy Piper, you know. She's kind of like a little angry, but then you slap yeah. her once too many times and she turns into like a dog who's going to rip your throat out. You know oh, what so I mean? Spe-
1: speaking of Sheeta, um, I had to yeah. go back in a... Take a look at the time on that match last from last week yeah. against that red. That was literally three seconds. Are you serious? I'm serious. I was oh looking on that goodness. website that I use at profightdb.com They have it three mm-hmm. seconds.
0: Now I found it very interesting that uh, Penelope Ford it took a lot to beat her. She took uh, Falcon Arrow twice. She mm-hmm. uh, she took a lot of stuff and got the end. Uh, I wonder if this kind of cools her down a bit though personality wise because uh, she's really made an enemy out of Sheeta, and Sheeta now has proven that she will kick your teeth down your throat if she's angry. So I, I'm, I'm curious to see if we've seen the last of Penelope Ford against her for a little while, which I think would, might be a smarter idea, but we'll see. Um, coming up next, Cody Rhodes versus Jake Hager. Uh, I'll start off with this one. And I'm going to say it was a good match from the beginning. But then it got really weird. And there's things I didn't understand. Like, Dustin is the big hero, but it takes his brother coming out to punch Jake Hager to set up the series of moves that would eventually take Hager out. Uh Notice they didn't show a replay of that. They just yeah. had him come down, and then
1: and the, the yeah the ending. Uh, then he punched at the referee after he realized that uh, he didn't win.
0: Yeah, it seemed a very shocking thing overall for a lot of people. Um, yeah, wow. Um, I don't know. You know, Jake has really pushed himself here. He's really looks in good shape, and Dusty t- Dustin takes definitely the easy way out. Right, I didn't like what Cody did here. I'm wondering still, is there a heel turn coming down the road? Starting to look a little more clear, if you will. Uh, Next matchup, we had Private Party and with Matt Hardy, and I guess that makes them Party Hardy. uh, Taking on Santana and Ortiz. Uh, Gotta say, I was very surprised that Private Party won this match. Um, I thought, uh, I thought Santana Ortiz would would take it a lot easier and uh, it, was a, it was a presently good match lots of cool stuff happened a lot of close falls even the win the pinning win the win winning pin was even could have been broken up by like if if ortiz had been like 50, half a second quicker it might have been broken up i like that sort of reality in my wrestling what did you think of that match buddy i
1: it this was uh it's a pretty good match i'm still a fan of Prime party uh santana ortiz wow <laughs> But uh, what well, it was just—it was a good match. I really enjoyed this. Game. Okay,
0: all right. So um, let's move over now to—I um, guess it would be the main event: uh, Omega and Paige versus uh, the Best Friends. And I'll let you start mm-hmm. off here. You—what do you think of this? So uh, this
1: was this was a good match. Of course, uh, FTR came out during this match to—you to can see that at the commentary table. Mm-hmm. Then, um, oh, I, the, the, the one part being
0: driven to the ring by Trent's mom. Yeah. They wrote yeah, they, they that a few times that the maybe perhaps new champions were driven by Trent's mom in a minivan. They also said minivan. So that, that was some <laughs> but, stuff. Uh, the uh, I, I, I like
1: I like this match the, the ending I see when uh FTR comes down, they offer mm-hmm. uh patient Omega beer, Omega takes a beer, then he goes and pours it out.
0: Right, and starts a big thing with them. Um you know, Well, here's the thing is I don't even know if FTR are good guys or not, you know? Yeah, they're, I don't know. Questionable. Like,
1: what, what are they?
0: And I'm pretty sure as the champions, uh Omega had the right idea. Keep them off balance.
1: Mm-hmm. little
0: surprise that Adam Page started arguing with him, and maybe they're not as strong as a team as everyone like to think. That's the questions I get out of that. Um, all in all, though, very good match. Lots of near pinfalls. I really enjoyed this one. Um, I expected a lot less out of private party, I got to admit. I thought they were going to struggle more with this. But they seem to have up their game, and uh, very good match very good match uh they they uh they lose uh or sorry not private party private party wins they win Santana and Ortiz lose which surprised me because it seems like these guys have not been able to buy a victory for a while um and it surprises me that private party is maybe taking that extra step a little higher because we saw them get stalled out by fighting Omega and uh, Paige last, you know, a while ago. And it seems like they kind of haven't really recovered from, well, it doesn't seem they they haven't taken that next level, really. They look, the flashy tag team with not enough substance. Tonight, we got a lot of substance and sizzle out of them, so. Oh,
1: I, I like that Orange Cassidy at the commentary table, like antagonizing yes. Jericho.
0: His insight to, wait a minute. <laughs> he didn't say a word. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: Like he he didn't just sitting there when he was antagonizing yeah. Jericho, just
0: antagonizing Jericho, and,
1: and then Jer, Jer, Jericho is uh, was like, "Well, oh, know, I'm gonna stay calm. I'm gonna save it for next week." And then Jr. Yeah. with a with the shout out to Seinfeld said, "Serenity now, right?" Yeah,
0: it was. He <laughs> was throwing out a lot of funny stuff tonight. He was, he definitely had the quips going. He definitely <laughs> was on Jericho point. I'll give him that.
1: else
0: um, oh all the, the all-
1: Darby Allen vignette uh, Oh yeah yeah
0: I did like the I, I thought it. <laughs> these kind of things I don't usually care about But right. it was pretty cool when he did that flip Off the railing back onto his No, uh,
1: I, I, I went back and Listened to that Darby Allen uh, interview On an uh, AEW1 script Unrestricted mm-hmm. So it was a pretty good interview And uh, they were saying how he came up with the name Darby Allen Which was how he uh, took two punk rock singers from, like, the UK scene. So it's a mix of some, one guy named Darby Crash and another guy named Chichi Allen, and he just put them together.
0: Well, that makes... Yeah, I guess. That's cool. Yeah, so you yeah, put, put together Darby right Okay, okay. And that, all um, that whole skateboarding, that's all him. Yeah, yeah. I got to give him that. There was some cool stuff there. Yeah. Um, I want to also just click back for a second to... Um, I forgot to mention uh earlier on we did have a taz kind of breakdown <sighs> of the move you know what the first part of that was impressive i'm like whoa he's actually gonna really you know put over moxley's move but then then it devolved near the end into well as great as it is he's never met anyone like brian yeah Cage. see then that's and, what, yeah. and i'm sorry but taz is ridiculous that every week he's always like stop my music it's like such a cliche the man's such a walking. Cool he's, he's like
1: so. Mom Moxley, excuse, me, he got some chicken
0: shit or something. Is why he can't be here. Like, you know what? Originally, my idea was um, to ask for the fans here for our hot topic. I was almost thinking of saying, if John Moxley can't fight at Fighter Fest to put his title up, does he deserve to be stripped, or does it uh, does it just build for a, a match better later on? And who knows, we might run with that this week too, because I'm curious what you guys think. I mean, it sounds like the look of it, he may not have gotten infected, but he's definitely into quarantine. Well, so they, um, that,
1: they said he moved it to July 15th, that fight for the fall yeah, or something.
0: That'll definitely, um, if he's just looking after stuff now, it'll definitely weed out any symptoms and the, in, you know, anything that could uh, endanger him by waiting these couple weeks will help. So... All in all, I got to say this week's, uh, you know, this week's was a pretty darn good show.
1: It was. And it I was fun. The
0: f- Yeah, it moved along really fast. Mm-hmm. And even when I got to the last match, I was like, whoa, it's done. We saw some really good, tremendous. I mean, uh, Ortiz and Santana are incredible. Uh, Private Party, pretty solid. Um, Best Friends, looking very good. Uh Omega and Page looking very good. It's it's amazing how solid packed the tag team division really is right now in AEW. And I'm gonna say I still think that Penelope Ford needs a lot of work. I don't think she's on the same level as Sheeta, mm-hmm. but uh Sheeta is wrestling incredibly as a champion, and I hope they give her a bit of a run like that. Um overall, I'm gonna rate this week's show an A-.
1: Okay, I'm going to go with the B on this week's.
0: B, all right. Yeah. Actually, you know what? A minus is a little bit. I'm going to go with the B plus. Okay. Because I think it did a little bit, a lot better than last week's show, which we also gave a pretty high rating to. So, yeah, uh, definitely some good stuff to check out. Um, Elio? I guess uh, yes. this is a shorter show. Without Ant, we'd ha- actually yeah. plan to go uh, a little longer and uh, have some other discussions. But, you know, without with Ant uh, having to cancel the last minute, it kind of threw a, a crimp in our pan- plan phone. So uh, we want to thank, thank you all for tuning in this week. Um, we really enjoy who each and every one of you are. We enjoy the fact that you download our show, that you listen, that you you want to contribute. And we invite you always, contribute whatever whether good or bad we want to hear what you guys have to think about the show what can make the show better what kind of things uh should we avoid i mean we're listening to things all the time and uh we love to do this for you the fans we want to thank each and every one of you Uh, as this week goes on and the covid thing is still out there in the world uh, causing its problems we wish nothing but safety and love for all of our fans across the world not just north america south america uh England or England, holy smokes! Australia, uh, like I don't know when England became a, um, a continent. Anymore, I, like I say. Uh, Europe, Asia, Africa. We're just not going to give love out to the penguins, Antarctica. You get no love from us. You don't have enough wrestling things going on. You're too darn cold. Your women don't even look that well. There's nobody there, so that's why the women don't look good. I'm sorry, uh, Antarctica. We're just not going to send our love to your way. Okay, but the rest of you. Thank you for tuning in. Elio, it's yes, always a pleasure talking with you. And uh, as we you know, let them go, I just want to say what I say every week. Okay, Elio, say goodnight to the good people for me.
1: All right, Ben, stay safe, and we'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>